Hey friends, this is the Kamut. Summer edition. Summer edition. Rubes, back out again. Week three, mate, of the summer. Well, I don't know, is it officially week three? It's week three of our summer of this. Yeah, my summer's been going a little bit longer. Mate, we've got a few weird ones on the docket for this week. Church fires in Canada, wild weather all over the world. At least those church fires in Canada, I'm assuming, are not- That's not weather-related. They're not weather-related. Philip Morris, the maker of Marlboro Cigarettes, says they're going to stop selling cigarettes. Is that the the actual name name of the company is Philip Morris? Philip Morris, yeah. I was trying to Google it to find more information on William Morris cigarettes, and that wasn't working. I was like, oh, I got my wrong, go. wrong industry. And then uh, and then we talk a little bit about pop culture. Movies, are, The movies are back. They are back, baby. The cinema is back. Yeah, the theater. Yeah. So uh, should we jump into it? Yeah, talk to me about what's happening in Canada, mate. Over the last few weeks, there have been quite a few deliberately lit fires in churches over the last few weeks. And this is due to a bit of pent-up anger from the indigenous and non-indigenous community in Canada. So the real question is why are they really um, that not that pissed and why are we having all these fires? And it all kind of boils down to Catholic boarding schools, the Canadian indigenous population, and wide-scale abuse. So these uh, people are setting churches ablaze. Ablaze. And it comes down to a wider issue that's been happening and that was found out a couple of months ago. So so a week ago, an unmarked grave of about a thousand kids were found under a uh, underneath a Catholic indigenous assimilation school. So a thousand kids. A thousand kids, yeah. This is kind of the latest uh in a string of graves that have been found under these so-called assimilation schools. So assimilation schools are essentially Catholic boarding schools that have been around in Canada for hundred for about 100, 120 years, right? And if this is beginning to sound a little bit like the stolen generation, it's a lot like that. Right. Um, so basically the purpose of these schools were to take kids from the indigenous population and send them to these boarding schools and essentially have them turn into white people. Uh, and so, you know, strip them of their culture and language and everything and, you know, send them to boarding schools, make them sound and eat and all that stuff like um, the the white population of uh, Canada. Right? Yeah. Whilst they were at these schools, it turned out they've been over the last 100 odd years, quite a bit of physical, sexual and other types of abuse from the folks who ran the school. Most of the people who ran these schools were from the Catholic Church essentially. Now, the total number of schools are about 130-ish. And whilst everyone kind of knew about the existence of these schools and the fact that they had kind of widespread abuse, what they didn't know is what they found early in the year, which is, uh, I think it was in May or sorry, March of, of this year, an investigator found a grave under a particular school called the Cam Loops Indian Residential School in British Columbia. They found a grave of about 200 kids as an unmarked grave, uh, un, yeah, an unmarked grave of about 200 children. And then a few days later, they found another grave of about 750 kids. So do we know what, what year this happened? No, but it could be anywhere from uh, the late 1800s to up until, actually these schools ran up until 1996. So it could be any time within, within them. But what ended up happening is all over Canada, they've been finding these unmarked graves, mass graves underneath these schools. And it turned out what had happened is actually along with the sort of emotional and physical uh, and sort of the sexual abuse that was going on, there was also quite a bit of malnutrition, disease and whatnot that was essentially uh, untreated. And so a lot of these school administrators who ran these schools were taking these indigenous kids, putting them in these schools, and then really 
are not doing much to take care of them. And that resulted in hundreds and what looks like now thousands of deaths of kids wow. that were just never registered. Never reported. Never yeah. reported because they just basically buried them under the schools. Fuck. Yeah. So I think the estimate, and the, the thing is a lot of these schools burnt their records. So the estimate they reckon now of how many kids could have been, uh, who could have died is somewhere around the 6,000 mark across these schools. Now, these schools don't exist anymore, but it sort of brought to the front a lot of sort of the evils of colonial era policies and methods. So this is a lot like the stolen generation in Australia. Yeah. Like a lot like it, except instead of the aboriginals that Australia did it to, it's the indigenous native population. In Canada. In Canada, yeah. Yeah, right. So tell me about... The blazing churches yeah, now. Yeah, so, so on June 21, a church in the Penticton Indian Bandlands, which is like an Indian reserve, was- Bandlands or Badlands? Bandlands. Bandlands. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, that's the class of, or that's how they term like an Indian reserve as huh. well. Yeah. I thought you just mispronounced Badlands. No, Bandlands. Oh, uh, cool. But there was a church there that got set alight. And then there have been since then close to, and this is June 21, since then nine churches around- Canada that are being set on fire and most of it is centered around Indian reservations but it's quite it's it's clear it's a backlash to what people are seeing as essentially the Catholic Church's indifference and the Catholic Church's essentially murder of these kids over the course of generations so all of this is to say that Justin Trudeau basically come out and said look he's obviously apologized but what he's he said is he's spoken to the Pope and asked the Pope that he needs to come to Canada and make a formal apology to the indigenous population. Ooh, Whether that happens, interesting. I mean, who knows? It's the Vatican, it's the Pope. I'm going to say probably not. Yeah. But- Australia's never been able to apologize to our stolen generation. Didn't they do it in Parliament? Oh, they apologize, but they won't. They won't there was no reparations or No anything. reparations, yeah. no treaty. Exactly. So Bob Hawke talked about doing a treaty, and then I forget the history now, but there's a reason it didn't happen. Um, and it hasn't happened. Well, yeah. So there's a lot to go on this story, but I think it's a, another case of the Catholic Church getting into bed with the wrong controversy. Well, I hope that no one is in those churches when they burn them down. But so far, no, no one's actually been. I think it's happened like at night when there's not been no one there. Yeah. Fuck. Crazy. I don't even know. Where, I can't even unpack that right now. Yeah, it's heavy. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's take a left turn. And talk about some other heavy shit. Because apparently this is what the summer edition now is all of a sudden is talking about heavy, heavy shit. stuff. Yeah. The, mate, can you tell me what is going on with the environment? So here's the thing, right? We live in a big world. There's always going to be some crazy weather story going on. We know no one wants to listen to a podcast about the weather. Weather, 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 climate, climate, climate. But why I wanted to talk about it a little bit today is... For those in the US, yeah, we're pretty aware there's been a massive heat wave going on on the western side of the country, bushfires or wildfires as they call them here uh, in America, floods recently in Western Europe, in Germany, really crazy, devastating floods that have killed hundreds of people and left hundreds more missing. Canada had like an incredible heat wave, right? Wasn't that like some really high number in Canada? Like it was like a hundred and something degrees? Yeah, there was. And But we've talked about Canada enough, so I'm not going to give them any more publicity for free. I'll talk about some of the other areas struggling. <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing. The reason why I want to bring this up is what's lost in the fact that there's some crazy weather going on in the US, crazy weather going on in Europe. It's happening all over the world. I was looking into it. The UK's National Weather Service declared its first ever extreme heat warning Monday, like a week ago, and they're having floods as well. But for also, the UK's extreme heat, like 
25 degrees and sunny? Or Well, this is the hilarious part of this bit of news is that in the UK's history, it's apparently never had an extreme heat warning. So now it's actually having one. It's finally hot in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> but some, some, some bad stuff going on elsewhere as well. Floods in China, 380,000 people forced to evacuate their homes. In Uganda, villages are getting affected by overflowing rivers. In Mumbai, there's landslides happening post-major storms. Turkey and North Africa dealing with temps over 50 degrees Celsius or over 120 Fahrenheit. Is there a reason why all of this is happening? It just seems like in the last week or the last two weeks, I've read a lot of simultaneous bad environmental impacts that are happening all at the same time. And I, don't, I, can't, I can't recall the last time I saw so many simultaneous ones happen. Yeah, so there, there isn't data that says, ooh, this is the most simultaneous bits of bad weather ever happened. No one's drawing that kind of link, but it is drawing attention to not climate change in general, but it's actually like prime example, number one example of how climate change is affecting us today. What people may or may not be aware of is like we're already 1.2 degrees above pre-industrial times. That's before the iPhone, right? That's pre-industrial. Pre, yeah, pre, before the iPhone. We often talk about, oh, let's not let the planet warm more than 1.5 degrees or 2 degrees and there's going to be disaster, blah, blah. We're already 1.2 degrees above pre-industrial times. And yes, it's not unprecedented for there to be a bunch of different crazy weather storms going on or, or weather, weather events going on. But like a lot of these are record breaking as well. In Finland, they've had over 30 days with a maximum temperature above 25 degrees Celsius, which is the longest heat wave ever recorded for them. Yes, 25 degrees Celsius ain't that hot, but it's Finland, right? It's I a mean, record. When, and the question is, when will that finish? <laughs> It took me a split second there. As soon as you came up yeah. with the Finland remark, I was like, <laughs> I'm going to completely diminish this point with a absolutely farcical joke on my part. I think this whole podcast is a farce. We're talking about very serious, heavy shit and just making fun of it. Maybe, maybe this is the whole point. I don't know. We can't, yeah. Anyway, you know. Get, get, tell me more about Finland. Yeah. Enough about Finland. Iran, hottest summer in decades. And here's the other crazy thing. It's not just about heat stroke and old people dying from heat stroke or people having their cars washed away in Iran since it's been their hottest summer in decades. It's led to water shortages, which has in turn sparked protests in the country's Southwest. Uh, at least one protester has been killed by gunfire and a policeman was shot dead during the unrest. So Who's the guy that said, isn't it? This is like the, the prevailing thought, right? Then the next war is, will be for water. Well, Michael Burry, funnily enough, the guy who predicted- That's who it is, the, the guy, big, the big short the guy. The big short guy, like now he's like buying water futures or he's buying rights to water or, or some crazy shit like that. So yeah, droughts, floods, water shortages. Is there a, a view that, okay, it gets more than three more degrees than what it is now, what that would look like? Because the thing is, some of these floods aren't in areas that I expect floods to be in. Yeah. Like London being flooded. You see, there was a picture I saw today of an entire subway train station completely flooded, like completely flooded. I don't expect to see that in London. I expect, I mean, with all due respect to some of these other countries, I expect to see that in a rural country somewhere or the Chinese countryside. I don't expect to see that in the middle of a metropolitan city. This is what I'm trying to tie together is it's not just happening in poor areas. It's not just happening in areas far away from, it's happening to everybody today. And the thing is, it's not, we're not saying, it's happening because of climate change. What we're saying because of climate change and not we, I mean, climate experts and people much smarter than us, 
they're happening more frequently and they're more extreme than normal as a result of climate change. But to your point about talking about how many, there's no magic number on how many degrees is fine. The planet's already warming. And I actually read a lot of my climate and environment related news. Shout out here to the Bloomberg Green website. They have an awesome section of the Bloomberg website that covers all green environmental related stuff and they have a great newsletter. And this is where I get a lot of my information from. But they had spoken to a German meteorologist who was basically saying, even if we meet our targets to remove our carbon dioxide pollution to net zero by 2050 and all that kind of stuff, the planet's still going to warm because we're seeing the effects of warming that's baked in from from decades of emissions. So so what we're experiencing today- Is because of stuff we did like- Two decades ago. ago. Yeah, 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 which is crazy. So Also, can I just say a German meteorologist is the sort of person that I expect to see in a movie. Johans Quas is this person's name. Johan. 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 Okay. Anyway, enough about the climate. We're not here to tell people what to do, but we're, we at least find it interesting and fascinating. Maybe those aren't even the right words, but like. I, I am. I genuinely think, and I don't want to get too much into it, but I think that there's going to be a world, like, a, 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 I hate to say it, but a catastrophic event that occurs in the next five years. Yeah. You can just see it. It's just happening everywhere in smaller pockets. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just hope not. Let's hope we can turn the tide. Yeah. All right. Quick one. Philip Morris, major global cigarette maker. They they make Marlboro. Marlboro Siggies. Siggies as we call them in Australia. So they announced that they could stop selling, potentially, because nothing's concrete, stop selling Marlboro Siggies in the UK in 10 years, within 10 years, by 2030, and potentially focus on alternatives such as heated tobacco, quote unquote, vapes, right? Gotcha. So I read into is this. Jewel a va- is that heated tobacco? I guess so. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're vaporizing it with heat. So what caught my eye on this is Philip Morris, they sell over one-tenth of the world's cigarettes globally. Massive- Huge market. Cigarette company to come out and say, we're going to stop selling cigarettes in 10 years in the UK. I'm like, this is weird. Sounds like good news, but like it's weird that you guys are saying this. It's weird that you're only mentioning the UK. So I dug into it a little bit. Philip Morris expects the UK government to eventually ban smoking altogether. The UK actually has a plan to try and end smoking already by 2030. Now, that's not a government ban on smoking, but they have all of these initiatives in play. They're targeting to stop people in the UK smoking by 2030. And now it looks like Philip Morris is just trying to be, oh, yeah, UK government's going this way. We're going to go this way as well. We're going to stop selling cigarettes. Mind you, they're not saying anything about what cigarettes they're selling in like lower and middle income countries elsewhere in the world. They're just saying for the UK, they're going to do this. So Also, it sounds like they're saying they're not going to do it because it doesn't make financial sense for them to do it and they're going to sell alternatives. Well, it's kind of like now with fossil fuel companies who are in support of a carbon tax. I'm like, well, wait, who who wants to be taxed on their own thing? How much can you trust these people? How serious can you take their comments? I don't know. I'm going to be the cynic to say that they've just decided to sell something else. Because I'd imagine also kids now probably are way more of them are on vape pens than they are cigarettes. Well, funnily enough, The Onion had an article about this. And the article just read that, the headline read that they're going to stop selling in 10 years. But what they had was was the satirical take from quote unquote you know, local English people. And one of them was perfect. We've got 10 years to hook the public on something else. So 
you know, oh, vapes. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But I don't know. I thought it was noteworthy because it's it's just so interesting that even if we're skeptical of it, the fact that a CEO of this company is going to come out. I actually have a quote here. This is from the CEO of Philip Morris. Strong regulation is needed to stop the problem of smoking once and for all. Think about That's those words. Stop the problem of smoking once and for all. Cigarettes and smoking is their bread and butter, and he's coming out saying it's a problem. Maybe he like, thinks the problem of smoking is that people aren't smoking enough. Maybe. Smoking kills more than 8 million people a year, according to the World Health Organization. I didn't know the number was that high. I knew about a million people die a year in car accidents, but 8 million yeah, a, a year lot. in smoking. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. This is controversial, Rubes, but I don't think this topic is a bummer because people choose to smoke. People choose to do things- that are going to put themselves at risk. I feel bad that 8 million people a year die of this. There are people who need help, who need to get off smoking, but more or less people just choose this path. Are we not armed with enough information at this point? I agree, and not to get, like, to your point, too controversial, but I agree with you. But I like I think if you look at the number of people who die from alcohol, it's probably close to 8 million as well. It's probably a lot of people, right? But we all still choose to do it, and it's in the same category. We're going to have to fact-check you on that. 8 million people die a year of alcohol yeah, number. Probably. I'm just saying. Yeah. A lot of people probably do. It'd be more than you expect. Yeah. Anyway. It'd be more than you expect. That's not for speaking us to decide. of do what makes you happy. tequila. 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 We're Talk- not speaking of tequila, but I'm trying to do this. I was trying to shoehorn the segue in. Speaking of tequila, The Rock's back with the movie, The Jungle Cruise. Uh, Wait, and how do you back. connect The Rock to tequila? He's got a tequila company. What? What is, what is it? Teramana. Taramana. Taramana. You like how I said that? Yeah. Anyway, Disney's Jungle Cruise, after being delayed a year, it was meant to come out last year. It's coming out this year. Comes out this week. Movies are back. The Jungle Cruise had their premiere yesterday in a purpose-built amphitheater uh, on the Disney World lot. And it was no masks, basically as it was before and before pre-COVID era. And as long as everyone got tested and everyone had a vaccine. The studios have now decided to really start going full throttle in terms of putting stuff back in the theaters. They're seeing more and more people starting to go back to the theaters now, especially in some of the bigger cities. Matt Damon's movie comes out this week as well, Stillwater. That's weirdly Stillwater. So Jungle Cruise is both in the cinemas and you can buy it on Disney+. Plus. But Matt Damon's movie, they've gone full traditional. It's only in the movies. What's it called? Still water. Still water. I love Matt Damon. Yeah. Let's go watch it. It's meant to be pretty good. Yeah. It's meant to be pretty good. But the good thing is they're all coming back now. So movies back in full flight. Disney's Jungle Cruise has been trying to be made for like 30 years or something. It's meant to be pretty damn good. I have zero excitement for it. Maybe because I just don't know about it. Think Pirates of the Caribbean. That Mm. is basically the same concept. They took a ride and made a movie out of it. It's very like Pirates of the Caribbean, Indiana Jones. I'm down. My brother went to the cinema last night. He watched Space Jam, another movie that exists in the world. He said the cinema was empty and that kind of excites me. I wouldn't mind going to an empty cinema and watching a movie, having the whole place to myself. Is that because Space Jam was crap or? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the other cinema was full. <laughs> I like one. LeBron, dude. He was really funny in that Amy Schumer movie. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say that. I forgot the name of that, but he was really good in it. I remember he had like a little bit part. I was like, oh, you're pretty funny. Yeah. You know what else is great? Our summer loving segment, because we're wrapping up. Tell me about summer loving. My summer loving, you know this all too well. It's where you and I just were before recording this. We were down at McCarran Park Pool, swimming, doing a few laps. I wanted to give that a special shout out for my summer love, because it turns out 
New York City public pools are pretty fucking good. The carrot that was a really cool pool. That's a really cool setup as well. Yeah. I can attest. I was just there. New York City has incredible parks. Like the parks and recreation system in New York City is one of the best in the world for for inner city. But for some reason you always just think something like a public pool is gonna be disgusting, but it's fucking great. Uh, yeah, I it's great. Definitely get out there. It's free. You can get in the pool, you can swim, do laps after work, you can just don't want to do laps just put it around the pool we did a little pre-pod swim maybe that's our new ritual for the week before we record yeah i'm a bit knackered though so <laughs> love it ribs thanks again mate thanks buddy all right